Once again, this is Alvin Ekwan uh, of Workings of Grace Ministries, uh, the Apostle of Graces with the Word of the Lord God that will bless our lives in this season and out of season. And I pray that the Father opens the eyes of our understanding to walk into the efficacy of this word, the efficiency of it, the glory of it, the power of it in season. And I pray good results shall come to us after this message and within this message. Thank you, Jesus. And so today, uh, I'm going to look at something which you've been hearing here and there, but uh, I want to just try to establish it a little bit uh, that we may move in from glory to glory. And so today we're going to talk an aspect of grace. In other words, uh, we're going to look at the essence and the power of grace, or the power and the essence of grace. And uh, if I may ask you, what is grace? Most of us actually would actually say, or most people in certain circles would actually say, and define and know grace as the undeserved favor of God. Uh, which, by the way, uh, I subscribe to, or put it specifically, I used to subscribe to, uh, defining grace as the undeserved favor of God. And so, I, I moved away from there into another realm, uh, still in this progress, where I began to regard grace as favor. I did not add to it undeserved favor. I just took it as the favor. You see, to me, if someone says, you know, grace is the undeserved favor of God, I'll let ask them this question. I say, you know what? What is it that uh, you have which you deserve? Or what is it that you have which you have not received? You see, to an extent, uh, grace to me is also, beside it being the favor of God or favor, it is actually the essence and the power of God. And that is the understanding I need you to carry every time you're with me, every time you listen to me, I need you to understand that grace is the favor of God and grace is the essence and the power of God. That is what operates in us. That is what I need you to activate to begin to operate in your life as well. Very, very important. And so to us, grace is, uh, is along those lines. And when you hear us speak, that is the understanding I need you to carry. That's the understanding, that's the perception I need you to have of us, to have concerning us. Very, very important. The thing that I've just mentioned unto you, you see. And by the way, to show you that grace is so powerful, some people actually preach it where they don't know it. They preach it while denying it. And I will show you in scripture. Very, very important. And so... Most of us actually know grace along those lines. But I, you know, I want to begin from a familiar place, from a familiar place where we all understand, where we all came from, especially if you were born again, especially if you are saved, especially if you're born from above. Praise the Lord. That's what I'm telling you. Grace is so powerful that people preach it and they don't know it. They don't know that they're actually preachers of grace. They don't know it. 
and they actually derile, they defame those who they have tagged as preachers of grace. Yet they themselves are preachers of grace by the virtue of what I'll just read for you, which is slightly ahead here in the scriptures. And so, uh, I, 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 I want to address an aspect of grace that people preach about, yet they don't want to believe that they are. And some of these preachers, by the way, they attack preachers of whom they have labeled as preachers of grace in ignorance. Yet they themselves are preachers of grace. Hallelujah. Can you imagine you attack your own self? It's just like how Apostle uh, Paul is saying, no one can, you know, you cannot, you are one body. You, the feet cannot say, cannot speak ill about the, the head. Neither the hand speak ill about the heart because it's one body. And so, it is it is it is it is something it is an error that has been there for some time but i need some of us to get out of it especially ministers of god and hearers and their hearers you see let me put it this way everyone who uses romans 10 from verses 9 to 10 to lead people to christ is a preacher of grace let me say it again everyone who uses romans 10 verses 9 to 10 to lead people to christ is a preacher of grace and it is important you understand that it's important you believe it whether you publicly allow it or not you are a preacher of grace just like you've labeled others or just like you've labeled others the righteousness that you claim to give people or you claim they receive when you quote the scriptures is the righteousness of faith i'll just read for you the scriptures here it's a bit long i'll read it for you that's the righteousness that converts receive is is the righteousness of the heart is the righteousness of faith which is only imparted by grace and it is not a work of the flesh praise the lord <laughs> By that, to believe what I'm communicating here, I need you to follow with me very closely the scripture I read for you below here. Let me just read it for you. In the book of Romans, chapter, chapter 10, let me begin from verse 3. It speaks like this. For they, for they being ignorant of God's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes verse 5 Moses described the righteousness which is of the law that the man which does these things shall live by them but the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise say not in your hearts who shall ascend into heaven that is to bring christ down from above or who shall descend into the deep that is to bring christ again from the dead but what does it say the word is near you even in your mouth 
and in your hearts that is the word of faith which we preach okay verse 9 that if you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you shall be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation praise the Lord let me read let me conclude in verse 11 for the scripture says whoever believes on him shall not be ashamed praise the Lord for those who love context of scripture you realize that the righteousness that will lead people to confess at the time they are getting born again at the time they're being born from above that public confession they make is actually the righteousness of faith which most preachers who say they are not preachers of grace who say they are not preachers of uh, of grace actually use to lead people to christ so my question is why use a scripture of grace because there what it is exactly talking about grace the grace you despise the grace you want to bring in vain the grace you defame you did not only defame grace but you also defame preachers whom you have labeled preachers of grace the reason is there is just something you need to tweak within you that's why today we are looking at the power and the essence of grace because grace the reason is so powerful many people actually preach it yet they actually don't know they are preaching it that is how powerful something is something that sneaks into your life even when you don't want to acknowledge it the way it ought to be let me hear someone say hallelujah so grace therefore is the power of god to righteousness and salvation very very important because moses by the way said for those who want to talk about the law of moses which i know most things about than than most people actually uh, think i do he described he said you know what anyone who wants to to live anyone who wants to obey the law of moses should live by it that is the righteousness of the righteousness of the law anyone who wants to anyone who wants it should live by it we all know no one lives by it put put in another way if there are ten laws you break one you're guilty of all who wants to live that life no one wants it no one can do it and so that's why god gives us a leeway to walk into not a leeway to sin but a leeway to walk into the abundance and the supply of god which is called the power and the incense of grace and so grace is goes beyond its work on sin because most preachers most preachers actually think even the preachers of grace actually think that when you talk about grace you're talking you are you're you're only limiting it to you only limit it to to its work on sin which is limiting grace which is putting grace into vanity in one way or another but grace moves beyond that which we shall look in a, in a while as we continue with this and so it is it is important with that that we preachers learn to dissect the word the way it ought to be and learn not to defame others just because of certain things that maybe you heard about and so and so and and and, and, and so it is important it is very very important that uh, that uh, that we, we 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 value what god has put in our life and when we value it we shall not make it be 
be be taken into vain and so even us who are in what we call the grace circles it is important that we know that that when grace came grace did not come to get us only out of the mire clear of sin the, the the mire of sin or the ditch of sin no grace came to empower you to have results more than the people around you more than the things around you more than the laws and the limitations around you would want you to have so by the way did you actually know that most people limit grace or link grace to its working against sin and this comes to in effect because you know what this is what they have been hearing from preachers praise the lord those by the way against the message of grace also wrongly attack those who have caught the true revelation of grace and yet they actually use romans 10 verses 9 to 10 to lead people to christ which actually comes by the essence of grace or by the power of grace and so it is very very important we learn these things and by learning them we walk in the results by learning i don't mean in our head knowledge but i mean by walking in the results of it because if we have faith then we have to have the outworkings of the faith that we claim to have very important and so these preachers by they believe that the preaching of grace is giving people a leeway to live in sin which is the same thing by the way they accused apostle paul of apostle paul was accused of uh, of making people live the life of sin which was not actually the case i'll read for you scripture somewhere a little bit in front there as we continue by the way they also accused jesus so they did not only accuse paul for preaching grace and causing people you know eh? as well paul now begins to ask questions, you know should we eh? should we sin that grace may abound <laughs> ah hallelujah praise the lord so they accused jesus by the way of preaching grace eh? for in many instances by the way that he appeared to break the law moses <laughs> and in one instance by the way they brought for him a woman eh? a woman caught in a uh, a woman caught in adultery you remember the story it's in the book of john caught in the very act of adultery to you know to find out what his judgment was concerning the case eh? as a way of catching him off guard for seeming to deviate from the law of moses which they used to preach which they used to claim and yet actually still in the very law of moses moses told him i give you life and death choose life told them you know what uh, there's the righteousness of faith go for it go for it in the same law it's there it's right there but they chose to go this other side which many of us actually want to do that as well but uh, it's important that we learn the way of the spirit and move as we ought to move because today we want to walk in the power and the essence of grace the essence and the power of grace should operate in our life the way we ought to operate because actually they do they, they, they don't only think that jesus was deviating from the law of moses they also believed he had come to abolish it no jesus told them i didn't come to abolish it i came to fulfill it but we also know that in fulfilling it there is a way he's abolishing it we read that in the book of hebrews as well but you know what people actually say they actually begin to say you know what paul brought another gospel which is not the case paul preaches the gospel of christ very 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 important let me hear someone say hallelujah it is not that paul preached another gospel from christ no that is why let me put it this way for those for those who for those who, who claim to preach the gospel paul preached why is it that they have never accused you for preaching or for leading others to walk in sin 
why is it that they they accuse jesus for the same things they say you know what this man you know is a publican this man wants to walk this man wants to walk in uh, wants to make people walk in sin they accuse jesus of the same and i pray when they begin to accuse you of the same then i can know that you're bordering between what jesus preached very very important you see some some of these christians by the way do not actually clearly know the law uh, of moses that actually the law of moses had the purpose to it and that jesus came not only to fulfill it to accomplish it praise the lord <laughs> let me read for you romans one of the accusations it is in many places but let me read you for you one of the accusations in romans chapter 3 uh, verse 8 it says is it proper for us is it proper for us to sin just so we can be forgiven <laughs> may it never be yet there are some who slander us and claim that 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 is what we teach they deserve to be condemned for even saying it <laughs> let me read for you that verse in king james in king james let me read for you king james romans chapter 3 uh, verses uh, verses 8. Let me read it for you. This is what it says. <laughs> Guys accused Paul. Have they accused you of the same? <laughs> uh, verse 8. Let me read for I could have started from verse, uh, verse 7. Let me read verse 8. It says, And not rather, as we be slanderously reported, and some affirm that we say, let us do evil, that good may come, whose condemnation is just. In other words, if they, if they slander us like that, then they should really be condemned for saying things like that. They accused Paul, you know, of things that he actually didn't do. The same way they accused Jesus. When Jesus was saying the verse I'm going to read for you, he was actually saying the accusation that make, they were talking about him it is not the exact words of jesus there were just accusations he was hearing around okay <laughs> false accusations because they didn't understand the essence of his ministry the essence of his call the essence of his life and so they made certain 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 certain, certain saying that's one that were not accurate right let me read for you matthew chapter 5 verses uh, 17 to 19 to 18 says if you think I have come to set aside the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets, you are mistaken. For I have come to fulfill and bring to perfection all that has been written. Verse 18. Indeed, I assure you, as long as heaven and earth endure, not even the smallest detail of the law will be done away with until its purpose is accomplished. Because that is exactly they were accusing him that you know what you have you're this preach of grace you're this preach of grace you're this preach of grace <laughs> you're this preacher talk, telling us about uh, the power of god telling us about uh, about the favor of god which has come the, the, the acceptable year the year of favor you're telling us these things while for us we know how what moses told us <laughs> and what by the way we are giving to you here is uh, is grace what we are, what i'm sharing with you right now is grace 
and, and, and grace is, 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 is that intrinsic nature inside you. Or that indispensable quality, a very good quality you can't do away with. That, uh, that though it is not seen, though, though, they seem, though it is seemingly abstract, eh? it determines your character and great quality of results that follow you. It is grace is that hidden power in you. It should, it should be that hidden power in you. That intrinsic nature in you. That indispensable nature. That quality inside you. That, that is hidden. That is no abstract. Praise the Lord. You know why actually money believers begin... God is smart. Because he knew that if people understood it that way initially, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be using that scripture to lead people to Christ. The ones in Romans 10, 9. If people understood that what they were making people confess was the righteousness of faith, then they wouldn't use that scripture. But God is wise. Hallelujah. Not that me, when I say God is wise, I'm making him wise. But you know, that is the power and the essence of grace. In that it is able to sneak into people's life and operate in their life for a while or for a season until it makes Christ to sit in people's hearts. Otherwise, if that scripture was not there, Christ would not be seated in people's hearts because people, they despise grace, yet grace is the power that is working inside them. And they need to activate this grace and walk in its glory from glory to glory to glory to glory. And that is what we are here to unlock in your life and really make us understand this thing very powerfully. Praise the Lord. By the way, you see, grace is what gives us that quality of character that quality of results and that's why at workings of grace by the way we regard grace as the essence of the favor of god as well as the power of god which we talked about earlier and it is the one that works in us that's why we are called the workings of grace praise the lord hallelujah that's why working that's why workings of grace ministries is the apostle of graces most people don't understand that because it's not only the person, the head of the ministry, who is the apostle of graces, but the ministry itself is the apostle of graces. That is a level you need to understand. I'll get into it a little bit later. But it is important we understand the things and walk in the glory of it. Praise the Lord. By the way, at Workings of Grace, we don't normally, by the way, preach grace. We don't do that normally. It is We do it in once in a while. But it is important that because, and I'll tell you why we do that, because... Because we want people to approach grace. Scriptures tell us, come boldly to the throne of grace, that you may obtain mercy and find the grace to help in the time of need. That means grace is more than an articulation. Grace is a substance. Grace is a person. Grace is an energy. Grace, 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 grace is something that is the power and the essence of God working in us. Praise the Lord. That you need to go and physically obtain. That when you leave the place of prayer, you actually know, I have left with grace. Grace has accompanied me. Grace is willing to work with me. Grace is willing to work in me. Work for me. Work through me. Give me the results that I need. Let me hear someone say, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So grace is something that we need to catch. We need to catch it and articulate it later. When you come to the workings of grace ministry, when you enter the realm, you need to catch it. You need to the grace and explain it later praise the lord cut grace explain it later because and the way you explain you may not use words but you will the people will see the results in it and say you know what this is a man full of grace 
this is the man full of grace and when you do that you shall have helped a great part of us in the ministry and the call of god upon our life let me hear someone say hallelujah very very important you see we do not only go after grace in times of need very very important by the way i need to stress that but we, we, we also know that you know what it is the power of god that labors in us even in seasons and sessions of high productivity and strength as seen by the way in the testimony of paul praise the lord the testimony i'm reading for you in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 10 where it says but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace toward me was not in vain but i labored more abundantly than they all yet not i but by the grace of god which was with me praise the lord in other words when paul went and got grace the grace began to be with him grace began to be his companion that's why when paul is always writing when he starts his letter he says you know what grace and peace be multiplied unto you then when he's ending his, his discourses he said you know what grace and peace be upon you and you know what we do religiously we probably say the words of grace at the end we need grace at the start we need grace in the middle we need grace in the end because grace is the power and the essence of god grace is the favor it's what operates in our life because there's a place where you ought to operate where you don't need ethnic credentials to lead you there but you need the grace of god which labors and gives more results it, just like Paul testified, he said, you know what, there are some disciples who were with, with Jesus, they were with Apostle Jesus, they were with Jesus for law. But when, G, when, when, when Paul came to the scene, he actually said, I came as one born out of due time. In other words, he was saying, you know what, I came as one that, was, that, that came prematurely. Praise the Lord. In other words, grace is able to prematurely bring someone and make them have results more than the ones who spent nine months in a womb. Hallelujah. I cannot just put it this way. Grace can give you results that what people spent doing in a Bible college cannot. Not that I'm saying Bible colleges are wrong, but there is a power that comes upon your life that when grace has decided to labor with you, that when grace has decided to work in you, and when grace, you have decided to labor with grace, you have decided to work with grace. It's like when you're running with a fast car you're, you're you're running inside the car the car is moving yet you're moving and uh, you begin to reach the levels you ought to reach big too because of the grace of god that's why we're talking about the power and the essence of grace we need you to activate in your life we need you to walk in it abound in it take it from glory to glory walk in the money in the manifold graces of it praise the lord because even graces graces has the quality of it he has the quantity of it that's why the bible says you know what god gives grace to the humble. He gives more grace to the humble not only more in terms of quality but more also in terms of quantity the quantity of grace the quantity of grace the abundance of it because you you need a abundance of it even if you have you need to still go and get more and more and more and more not only in terms of articulation of it but in terms also of the quality and the quantity of it that that man has much grace operating in their life that's the place we when you go to pray that's what we are going to get when you go to get answers one of the answers you don't need to leave that when you have not gotten in the place of prayer is the power and the instance of grace operating in your life from that place you see we labor eh, than all given the same circumstances 
For we have learned, by the way, not to suppress the grace of God in our life. Because we know it is actually the laboring energy in us. Hallelujah. Grace is laboring. Then you begin to labor. Then you begin to labor more than the rest. And yet not you, but the grace of God that is operating in your life. So grace, by the way, is that inherent power that gives us results. Hallelujah. That natural credentials around us cannot claim it claim over or cannot have a claim over us let me put it that way when we begin to operate in grace you know you'll have your education but you know what you'll notice not your education operating you'll you know you'll have your beauty you'll have your looks but you know what it is the grace of god operating and you know what when the end of your life comes grace will stand beside you say you know what this man labored with me this man was not laboring alone but the grace that you operated in lord jesus i was seated beside him and every result is good was because of me therefore i say you know what reward him he's a good and faithful servant and that's the place we need to operate in that's the place god is taking us to that is the life we need to carry and so it is very 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 important that we walk in these things you know we we when we do not vein the grace of god in us the grace that jesus availed at our birth from the dead eh, it creates ground for the efficient and never failing power of god eh, or the never failing god to begin to do an excellent work in us that can only be accorded to the almighty because you know god works he has always been working from the beginning he has always been working, and his work is always efficient his work has the best results his work has the best labor his work cannot be derailed his work cannot be brought down in media in media the foundations thereof the devil looks for it he cannot get it he wants to push it down but he cannot get it because the work is so efficient because grace is intertwined between it you know that's why it is always said you know what if i found grace in your sight do this you know when you find grace in the eyes because we are like i've always said in some in some teachings of mine grace is found in the eyes of god you go to the eyes you go to the face that's where the grace resides you say it's in the throne pendant he has a throne important but it is found in the eyes of god that's why god eyes his eyes at times but you know what you need to seek for it and find it that's why philippians 2 verse 13 says for it is god's who works in you both to will and to do according to his good pleasure praise the lord oh what a scripture colossians 129 says to this end i labor paul speaking striving with all his energy working powerfully with him in other words he begins to cooperate with the power of god in him he begins to cooperate with the grace of god in him and as he cooperates with the grace of god in him he begins to have to strive because the bible says labor that you may enter a rest because the rest is the place of grace and it is important that we walk because we are looking at the power and the essence of grace we are going beyond the place where grace only works at sin the righteousness because we limit righteousness to sin that is how we are that is how people are wired but we need to get out of it we need to take righteousness to the place where your rights rights where your right is compared to right where your right is not compared to fallenness but your right is compared to right hallelujah because you know that the place of fallenness is where we compare light with darkness but we get to a place where we compare light to light how what is the frequency of the light are you walking the different frequency of that light 
not 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 comparing light with darkness we need to move out of that that's why the grace of god we minister the grace of god we communicate the grace of god that we preach that i'm preaching to you right now is the grace that is matching with the grace of god on the throne not the grace of god that many people have been accustomed to know very very important so grace is that essence that is capable and willing to put us above every spiritual and natural law that are trying to that were fashioned or are trying to fashioning itself against us praise the lord when the grace begin the grace of god begins to operate in your life then you begin to go beyond what natural laws are saying beyond beyond what physical laws are saying beyond what all the spiritual laws are saying that may want to work against you you see because grace is that power praise the lord that always makes you right all righteous <laughs> which puts you in a position to receive every good thing that heaven and earth has to offer us to to give unto you let me hear someone say hallelujah grace is the power of god that makes god never to withhold any good thing away from you his son because it caused god not to keep jesus christ as a preserve of heaven only because jesus was the son in heaven loved loved of god but in heaven so grace decided to bring him to the world and when grace decided to bring him to the world when you receive jesus then you begin to receive everything that accompanies good everything that accompanies jesus so that is why you know when you receive jesus god cannot withhold anything and it is the grace of god that makes you always right because all of us know when you do right when you do right you have to get right but you also know that you know what there are some people who do right but get wrong and so grace of god eliminates that that you know what even if you do wrong you get right because grace is able to right every wrong in your life because you don't make mistakes in grace you don't make mistakes in grace you because it is the grace laboring the results are coming because of the grace not because of you and yet you are the one doing it and yet you add the credit ends up being with you it is very very important this is the life we live this is the power and the essence of grace that we have to activate in our life in this season sorry i need to go a little bit bad but it's important that this is communicated to your spirit this is communicated to your being hallelujah you see when this grace is tapped accordingly it avails the power that completely separated jesus christ from the world and its influence when he died and rose from the dead praise the lord <laughs> ah where now he is seated i believe apostle paul by the way put it right he also said you know what by the cross is separated from the world and the world is separated from him you see that's the grace it separates you from all these limitations it is the favor of god that puts you there that that puts you there and begins to give you a certain essence that abstract nature in you that gives you results that gives you a character and results that you know earthly things cannot credit it to you let me hear someone say hallelujah <laughs> uh, let me read for you galatians chapter 2 we are familiar with this scripture verses 19 to 21 it says like this for i through the lord died to the lord that i may live unto god i have been crucified with christ it's no longer high who live but christ lives in me and the life which i now live in the flesh i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me i do not set aside the grace of god 
For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. Because the reason as to why we want to see grace operate in your life, because it is the evidence that Christ actually died. If Christ did not die, then you have leeway to operate on your own and get results on your own. But if you understand that Christ died, then the power that he died should operate in you. That's why there's a song that says, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. We sing some of these songs. And so it is important that we know the same power that raised Jesus from the dead works in your life. And we don't want it to be in vain. The way we don't want it to be in vain is when we go to obtain it. Not only articulate it in what we say, but also because we know it is operating. We are sure about it. We are sure that it is laboring with us. When we stand, it is beside us. We can see it. We can touch it. Because when we went to the throne, we obtained it. And so grace is that power of God that the Lord, by the way, alluded to when he told the children of Israel, when he, that, he, that caused them to make wealth. When he told them, you know what, when you build nice places, remember it is the Lord thy God that has given the power to make wealth. The power 